0: City Child, well, we've done our job. Buffy vs. The Old Fashioned Hero by David Brin. In a now famous Salon article, David Brin takes on the virtually sacred Lord of the Rings trilogy, pointing out that the works celebrate the attempts of the hierarchy of a feudal order to squash the revolt of a more egalitarian society. As Bryn points out in The Lord of the Rings, the good guys strive to preserve and restore as much as they can of the older, graceful, and natural hierarchy against the disturbing, quasi-industrial and vaguely technological ambience of Mordor, with its smokestack imagery and manufactured power rings that can be used by anybody, not just an elite few. Bryn goes on to note Hollywood's inherent bias towards feudal systems and dynastic elites, citing Star Wars as another prominent example. But Bryn does credit one Hollywood creation with deliberately subverting hierarchy and embracing the common folk. And that creation is? What does it take to be a shining new star in Hollywood these days? Well, if you're female, it helps to be beautiful. An ability to act? Kind of useful. Success may also come with knowing the right people. That much has always been true. But nowadays, another essential trait has been added to the list of starlet requirements. You gotta be able to kick ass. Think about it. Can you name any hot new Hollywood sensations who can't do a leaping decapitation kick? From Lefemme Nikita and Charlie's Angels to Witchblade and Xena, the trend has been amazingly consistent, and leading the charge has been the winsome but mighty Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, we still like our heroines to be gorgeous. We're still terribly sexist. But you have to admit, it's a more respectful sexism. That's how progress comes, in stages. Nowhere is this progress better typified than in Buffy, with its wonderfully charming mix of the silly and the serious, the assertive and the sweet. Old-fashioned values of love and romance are retained while making it clear that women are no longer willing to be pushed around. And it goes much deeper than that, for Buffy harkens to the greatest modern movement, though one we hardly ever comment on, the momentous movement to change the way people view authority, a movement that pervades our culture, calling into question the whole issue of conformity and obedience. Unlike any other culture, ours has taken to saying, Prove it. In Buffy, an expert or authority figure is judged good or evil by a simple set of standards that have nothing to do with their status or class or birth. Even a vampire can be a good guy. The sole criterion that matters is whether you treat others decently. Nor is Buffy alone pushing this message. Take Xena and Hercules two fairly lowbrow popular television series in which authority figures were portrayed as evil in direct proportion to their rudeness or callousness toward common folk. Xena might rescue an exiled king from invaders and restore his throne, but only if he treats people nicely and promises to set up a democratically elected city council. Any someone is abused by an Olympian, that God is sure to face dire punishment from our heroine. Yes, indeed, Buffy ain't alone. She's leading an important movement. Our myths are the way we prepare our minds to think and our wills to act, and her stories are right up there, promoting individualism, tolerance, eccentricity, openness, and suspicion of anything that reeks of snooty superiority. Ah, but she has her work cut out for her. The will toward worshiping Olympians and demigods still roils within us. After all, we spent thousands of years in feudal settings that were totally undemocratic. Social structures were pyramid-shaped, with a narrow elite dominating ignorant masses, Starting with Homer's Iliad and Gilgamesh, nearly all of the bards and storytellers worked for the chiefs, aristocrats, and kings who owned all the marbles. In his famous book about the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell spoke lovingly about the positive aesthetic elements of these old myths, without even once mentioning their dark side. Like the deep assumption that humans come in neatly packaged social castes, that secrecy and mystery are more important than cooperation and skill, the surrounding society doesn't matter. Neither does daily life. None of this is true of Buffy, who values daily life and the vibrant society around her. What does she need after a stint of saving the world? A bath and then a trip to the mall. She's normal and likes it. Well, all right, maybe above average. All right, she's way above average. But she also likes being one of us. That matters. Older stories played a different tune. That lords and better folk had a right to exercise capricious power at whim. You could choose which demigod to root for say achilles or hector but there was no disputing the superhero's ultimate right to deal with mortals however he wished small wonder this pattern crossed nearly all cultures and eras after all the chiefs and kings were the ones who had all the cash and beer storytellers needed patrons they cozied up to the mighty whenever they could you don't